Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Welcome to episode 37 of the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. Today's topic of discussion is going to be sober expectations. Yeah. So Courtney, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, so I thought a good one to kind of jump into um, is just, you know, when you're getting into sobriety, we, I found my, for myself, I had like a crazy expectation about getting sober and like the whole fucking like sober thing in general, how it was going to be so like crazy different. It was going to be so hard. Um, So yeah, I thought it'd be kind of like a good subject to just kind of shoot the shit on and just like to let people know that are trying to get sober, what it actually is compared to what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So when you were uh, still in active addiction and stuff, did you think, what did you think would be the worst thing about sober life? I thought I would be bored. Yeah, I thought it would be boring as fuck. Right? Like, yeah. I thought it would be like, fuck, like, what am I going to do with all this free time? Like, yeah. and I thought that, I honestly thought that, like, people, like, wouldn't want to hang out with me because I wouldn't be fun. Yeah, I thought, like, what am I going to do every weekend? And not only every weekend, like, what am I going to do every third night, every second night? Every hockey game. Yeah, like, what? uh, how, I'm not going to be able to have fun if I'm not getting pissed and high and... Well, I know you're not going to be able to fucking, because you're going to have to sit with your shit, right? Like, that's another fear that fucking, something I thought too, like, oh, you got all this, if you're going to have all this spare time, then you're going to actually have to fucking sit in the shit that's going on. You have to sit in your shadows and process your own you know, your own fucking pitfalls, the shit that's been going wrong, shit that's been going right. Like you have all this time to contemplate. Yeah. So what's the the reality of boredom within sober life? Are you bored? No, I'm, I, the the reality (laughs) is like, and I mean, you'll struggle with this too. Like I struggle that part, like the fear of missing out and being bored. I wasn't bored. I thought I was missing something. Like I was like, Ooh, like everyone's out getting fucking shittered and like, I don't know, getting DUIs and shit. And I'm chilling (laughs) at home fucking going to bed at nine o'clock. Um, but like once you kind of fucking, once you, once you realize that that's not boredom, that's peace. Yeah. That's when the game changes. Yeah, I'd say now in my, my sober life now, I honestly can tell you, unless I'm at work, <laughs> I'm never bored. I have so many projects on the go, and I'm so busy, and like, yeah, but I don't have time to be bored. I got shit to do. I run a farm. Well, and we fucking, so you <laughs> fill the void of like what you originally, when you first get into sobriety, you think it's boredom, yeah. but you fucking fill it with things of purpose, right? You yeah. fill it with, you know, like you said, you fucking, your days off, like this kid's fucking days off or planned before he even goes on it. He's go, go, go. Yeah. Like uh, you just were on what? Day nine of your last day off? Yeah. Last day off today, hey? Yeah. Today's day nine. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole entire time, there's been no days where we just sat around and did fuck all. Like Blaine's been yeah. fucking, Blaine's crazy. He's insane. There is a, I was, um, the other day I accomplished like so much, but I still felt like I was like, man, I just haven't done enough. Like I, I, we recorded, I think two podcasts. I edited a couple videos. I filmed a video. I got a workout in, I cleaned the kitchen, reorganized the supplement thing or uh, supplement cupboard. I, did some yard work. Like we went to, I think we went to Chetwin that day and I still felt like I hadn't done enough. And I seen this video on Instagram and it was like driven feet, driven people always feel like they're behind. And I was like, Oh, thank you. 
Because I'm like, I, why do I feel so crazy? It's because I have this drive that I want to accomplish greatness. And if I'm sitting around, not even doing nothing, but just, I don't know how to explain it. Well, because you're a fucking case. So I going, just want to get as much accomplished as I can. Because you're going from ultra, like, you're going from survival mode where you're just like addiction, addiction. Life is fucking addiction. Life is me getting fucked up. Life is me wanting to get fucked up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, when you're on the upside of that, you're like, I have fucking time and I have goals I want to hit. Yeah. When my, before, your only goal or my only goal was a fucking countdown till the end of the workday so I could have a drink. So yeah. So I could get fucked up and I could unwind. Yeah. My goal was to, like, make it through the day so I could go home and get pissed. Right? Like, whoo, fucking <laughs> set the bar real high on that one. Most of the times I wouldn't even make it home. I'd be hit the store in the way. Fireball in the truck, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But see, like, and I think that's the difference, right? Is that fucking you realize you're like, man, like, I have fucking all this spare time and rested. Fuck me. Like, I have never been yeah. so rested as I have since I quit drinking. Like, I was, I swear, I was fucking chronically fatigued. I, there was not enough hours of the day that I could sleep. I'd still be yeah, tired. I know. Yeah, it's like, man, why am I always so tired? I think I have chronic, chronic fatigue. Yeah, because you never sleep. And your quality of sleep <laughs> is fucking garbage because you're fucked out of your tree. Yeah, you're drunk and all coked out and you sleep for like two hours and then like the next day you go to work and you're like, you wonder why you're exhausted. Well, and like, no, after like, besides working, what do you do? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. You get there, you scrape through your fucking work day and then you just start the process all over again. Excited yeah. for the weekend. If you, I mean, you didn't even really fucking get weekends, but for me, it was like excited for the weekend because I wouldn't have to go to work on over. Yeah. I could just lay on the couch and be a fucking, skip the dishes, blob of shit. Yeah. So uh, when you're in active addiction, did you have any like goals? survive yeah don't die <laughs> don't die yeah like i don't know like fucking don't puke at work i don't know don't, don't get caught being. don't get caught being a drunk that yeah, was basically that was like goal. that was like priority one is not to let people know just how fucked up and how down the rabbit hole i'd fucking fallen yeah that was my biggest goal i didn't want people to realize how much of an addict i was which uh, to be fair <laughs> we did a pretty good job of because i know a lot of people were like what the fuck i thought you guys were casual drinkers i thought you were just having fun yeah like, oh yeah it was real fun it was really yeah, it was a real fucking treat it was just a fun <laughs> picnic Let it's i always wondered like when people would see us like drinking all the time, it's like, don't you think that, but I guess they're there drinking too. So like at a bar or something. Yeah. But I guess we didn't really go to the bar that much. We drank at home a lot. Well, you did. You used to when we were younger, we were always at the fucking bar. We're at the yeah. condo like five nights a week. But then like at the end of our addiction days, it was like, gosh, drink at home. Cheaper. Of, now I'm a real alcoholic. Do so. a bunch of coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you, at that point we were ashamed of it. Or I was ashamed of it. Oh yeah, me too. Like I did wasn't want to be like, oh, I fucking drink alone by myself. Like that's not exactly like yeah. a fucking cool kid on the block, right? And now in sober life, man, I have fucking a million goals that I'm. Uh, there's goals that I've achieved, and there's goals, my future goals. I have so many things that I have in mind that I want to do and get done, and. I'm accomplishing them, and it feels fucking great. And, like, cause you kept going on about, like, something's supposed to happen on fucking the 23rd, which is yeah, today, today, isn't it? Yeah, today. Something's supposed to happen, the world's supposed to end. I'm like, bull fucking <laughs> shit. I have so much shit that I want to do, it ain't fucking ending. I, I I, I'm not fucking ending it today. I yeah, will not I've seen some it. stupid, like, Instagram video. It's like, yeah, in all these movies, the world's supposed to end today. I was like, oh, well, I better get the spuds out of the garden just in case the world ends. <laughs> <laughs> Better get all my chores done. No, holy fuck. No shit. The never-ending fucking, the never-ending challenge around the farm. Always shit to do. Always. Never stops. I but I, it. I think that's like the expectation of 
being fucking of getting sober is you're oh i'm gonna be bored no one's gonna hang out with me nobody wants to do anything with me because i'm the fucking like oh like i'm gonna be the dd no i've never been the dd and if i live to be 100 i will never be your dd i've been the dd once (laughs) and that was the time we got pulled over yeah and all the guys had to fucking all the guys had to uh take a breathalyzer yeah we we blew i had to take breathalyzer passed it too and then everybody like cheered and the cop was so pissed because we left a but like we left a fucking like it was like not a bar but like a eatery where you like drink Casey's Pub. Casey's Pub and fucking Fort St. John. <laughs> and then, yeah, then the guy was, like, all disappointed because he figured he fucking had to. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, to me, that's the biggest is, like, the expectation was, like, I'll be bored. No one will want to hang out with me. Like, I'll fucking, I'll be antisocial. Which, to be honest, I was very antisocial. Yeah. But that was on me. That was me not wanting to fucking branch mm-hmm. out and get out of my comfort zone because I was so fucking, like, in my, like, no, like, I'm safe here. I can control the environment. There's no temptation. Yeah. And, I mean, if you have to do that. Like, I'm not condoning it for doing it doing it as long as I did. Like, I went a little overkill. But, like, <laughs> yeah. if you have to do that in the beginning, fucking do it. Man, we, like, went even further. Like, we moved out of Fort St. John to, like, get away from people. At least that was one of the reasons. Well, try the fucking <laughs> Not, like, like, everybody, but it's just, like, you know, you know, familiar faces. You see a drug dealer walking around uptown. It's like, oh, let's get the hell out of here. Oh, right, like, get the fuck. Ugh. And, like, I'm so glad we moved and we did. FSJ is such a fucking sorry, FSJ friends and fams, but have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, to me, that was one of the biggest expectations is, yeah, I'd be fucking bored. Another expectation I had was that I'd still, like, be like, I'd still want to go out. I'd, like, not want to go yeah. out, but I'd still want to be like, yeah, fuck, I'll come hang out till midnight. I'll come hang out and be the cool sober. Like, nah, uh uh, fuck that. Yeah. This girl in bed by 945. Yeah. And if not in bed by 9.45, she's like, you need to get the fuck out of my house because I'm going to bed in 15 minutes. Yeah, I had an expectation of getting sober and still, like, yeah, wanting to go to the bar on the weekend and hang out with guys but like, just drink water or whatever. And it's like, man, I, the reality is you're going to create such an amazing life sober that you don't want to be around that shit anymore. Like, it's – like, you just don't want to. Like, there's – I do not want to go to a bar at all. There's no reason for me to go. I wouldn't mind going somewhere and having some food and watching a football game, but I'm not going to like some bar and where people are dancing and getting drunk till two in the morning. Like, no. <laughs> well, that comes with the social aspect of sobriety, right? Yeah. Because it's, it is hard. And like, I know I, like I struggled with that. I still struggle with that a little bit. Like it would be, nice to fucking be like yeah like i'll fucking whatever go meet you there i'll have a red bull blah 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 like you guys can drink but the reality of that is that's like that sounds good in my head but like if i go there i'm gonna be there for like 20 minutes be like yeah this is fucking i've had enough i'm gonna go home now like it it, the reality of it is it's just it's not something that it's fucking not something that really jives Mm -hmm. yeah it's not something you're gonna want to do no, and, like, yeah, even if your head, like, temporarily is like, oh, that might be a, because I can see so-and-so, I haven't seen him in forever, but they're going to be fucking drunk, and they're yeah. going to stink, and then there's just, like, I don't know, like, that atmosphere just involves, like, drama, and people fighting, and just yeah. fucking people spitting on you because they're drunk, just like, oh, I'm, done. I'm over it. Not so, what about relationships with, like, friends and stuff? What kind of expectations did you have? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one, because, like, most of my fucking relationships were like people I drank with or like I have one like a couple of friends that I've you know our relationship wasn't totally around fucking drinking but at one point in our lives it kind of was yeah um so like yeah like I spent a lot of months 
especially in the beginning, being lonely because I absolutely put myself in a fucking small corner. And I was like, no, because I'm safe here. I, there's no temptation. I won't fucking drink. No one's going to tempt me to drink. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I don't think that's the healthiest way to do it. <laughs> He's scratching himself awkwardly. That's why huh. I'm laughing. I don't think that's the healthiest way to do it. Um, but it's what I did to make sure that I was going to stay on the fucking wagon. Because when you're gone and I'm, you know, when you leave for three weeks, four weeks at a time sometimes – it's, it was hard. It really was to, you know, when you have your partner in crime, you're like, fuck it. Let's do cool, sober shit in the beginning. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, you need that. Like, it's nice to have that. Cause if not, like it just fucking opens you up for, it puts you in, it can put you in a fucking shitty predicament that could compromise your sobriety. Yeah. My expectations were, I thought I wasn't going to be friends with a lot of people because a lot of the things we did together was centered around getting drunk, partying, you know, bullshit that kind of stuff you know and but the reality is is i'm better friends with these people now and we do stuff together like i just went golfing with some guys you know we've done trips together we've done some camping and shit like real life stuff you know going fishing at the river like actual things that matter making like real memories and making these friendships even better and I never thought before I got sober that this would happen. I thought that, oh, now that Blaine's not drinking, like, I don't want to be friends with him anymore. He's a fucking loser. Right? Like, just fucking, like, <laughs> chills in his house and talks about being sober. Like, ooh, it yeah. sounds like a great time. Fucking, like, head of the party committee over here. And the funniest thing is, is, like, like, they know that we're sober and we joke around and stuff now. Like, we went out for lunch after golf the other day and my buddy's, like, Oh, should we get a round of fireballs? And I was like, oh, fuck that. Let's get a bottle of tequila and really go off the rails. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, Courtney, we call him. Where the hell are you? I told you not to go out with him. <laughs> but it's just funny because we can, like, joke around and, like, bug each other, you know? It's like. Because it's comfortable now. You're so yes. you're confident in your sobriety. So you can fucking fuck around and have that kind of, like, you had that two months into sobriety. You probably like, yeah, fuck it. I'll drink. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you need very little, you have very little impulse control when you're fine, like, fucking first trying to get on top of it right yeah and i mean that's awesome it's you've taken back a fucking huge part of your life by being able to fucking joke around and like you know that's a huge part of it so what about some other things like uh uh what about like hobbies and interests did you have any expectations for that kind of stuff at all oh expectations yeah, not really, to be honest. Me like, either, yeah. I was just kind of like, I need to stay sober. I yeah, need to stay sober. Our only hobbies and interests were getting fucked up. And watching so, hockey uh, and getting fucked up while watching hockey. Yeah, so, so it was like, that. we never really knew what we even enjoyed. Because all we enjoyed was getting drunk and fucked up. So the reality is, is when you when we got sober, we quickly realized, like, it's hey. It's a brave new world. There's a whole world of interesting things out there. That I didn't even know I liked. And things that you don't need to be fucking inebriated to enjoy. Yes. And one of the first things I remember, like, getting an interest into was fucking canning and making salsa. It was the first thing we did. We got ingredients from the Fort St. John Farmer's Market. And we made a huge batch of salsa. And I was like, I really like this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And now you fast forward, like, three years later... And we have a whole pantry full of canning that we did ourselves. And, like, I'm so proud of all the things that we are accomplishing and doing. And falling in love with new hobbies 
has just been insane. Sober, sober hobbies in general are sick. Yeah, sober hobbies are the best because you can accomplish so much and do so many things that you can't do if you're hungover. And, like, I think for me, my first, like, fucking, like, my first glimmer of a, like, a pastime was scrapbooking. Yeah. And, like, that came out of fucking absolute nowhere. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Right? I've never taken a big, well, I've never took an interest in fucking anything other than getting drunk being an asshole. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I fucking scrapbooking took a huge, uh, which I haven't done much release recently because we've been too busy canning. Blaine's favorite Harvest pastime. season, baby. Harvest season. But yeah, I, like I look back at my like little like scrapbook that I started. I like fucking did a full spread of where we are in our life now. I got like my fuck that. Yeah. I did like a page that was like a farm with like yeah. had jam and shit on it. Like I totally manifested fucking macaroni meadows way before I was even spiritual. Way before I even realized what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, you made that little scrapbook thing, and it yeah, it had like exactly what we have here, like. Like the, the little farmhouse and the and chickens and a big sunflower and like all this shit. And I like, yeah, going back through it yeah. after I was like, holy fuck. Like I wasn't even spiritual then, but my brain was like, Hey, like doing shit. It was waking the fuck up because it yeah. wasn't held down by fucking drugs and alcohol. Yeah. That's really cool. And it was like, Hey, now that you're sober, we're going to do something fucking cool. And like, lo and behold, if we fucking got it, macaroni meadows is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like literally today we picked potatoes and carrots and the chickens helped us. Yeah, they came over to the garden and were like, digging <laughs> through it. It was awesome. Well, they kind of, some of them might have just stole potatoes, but they still yeah. tried. Yeah, they still have. Like, yeah, like fucking, uh, just as a brave new world once you realize, you know, the expectation of getting drunk all the time mm-hmm. is sitting around being a piece of shit and feeling low and down and just never, like, chasing that fucking two-hour high you get before you're nosediving back down into the dirt. Yeah. So, I mean, and honestly, like... What, what can you accomplish with all this free time that you have where you're feeling good, you're feeling yourself? A lot. Right? And like, <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot. Uh, and, and honestly, like, it never stops. I mean, just like, just like fucking you were saying, like, you're like, oh, because I'm an addict, when I like something, I go fucking bash it crazy. Like, I go balls deep. Yeah. So, like, once you're, you know, maybe you've ran 20 fucking marathons, maybe you've run, maybe you've ran for the next 20 years, you're going to find something else, and you're going to mm-hmm. go balls deep in that, too. Or yeah. maybe you'll juggle both. I don't know what goes on your crazy fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, the opportunities are fucking endless because your brain's firing at all, like, cylinders, cylinders, you're mm-hmm. fucking, you're rested. And you're just, like, figuring out for the first time your whole entire, probably since you were a kid, who you actually fucking are. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, because I started drinking when I was, like, 15. And when I got sober, I honestly, after, like, the first month, I felt like I was, like, 15 again. Your frontal lobe hadn't even developed Because I, like, I felt like I was just, like, new to this world of being an adult and not, like, have, not being a drunk. And it was basically just, like, I had to, I had to see the world through, like, sober eyes for the first time. And it was so cool. And I'm still enjoying it. I love it. I'm still learning new things every day and accomplishments and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. Well, and you're, I mean, for the both of us, too, like. Like you said, you like seeing the world and it's through sober fucking eyes. You take off all this fucking shit, all these expectations, how you how you thought the world was, and like all of a sudden you're like, the world's not fucking like that at all. Holy no. shit! Like what the fuck was I on? Yeah, drugs, um, drugs, 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 and alcohol most of the time. Drugs and alcohol will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. Until I like, go through like the pandemic and shit, like sober while like everybody else was fucking like you know, just, like, falling down that rabbit hole. I'm just like, holy fuck, we picked a hell of a time to be alive. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) 
What about uh, what about like the health and fitness stuff? Did you have any like obviously when we were drunks, I knew my, I expected like expectations were like okay, if I stop drinking and doing drugs, I'll be healthier. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, so that's kind of an obvious. One. <laughs> that's that's cool. yeah, that's an obvious fucking uh, side effect. Cause I'll probably like, be able to feel better. Yeah. But I had no idea we were gonna get on this journey that we were on. And going so far now that it's like, it's our whole lifestyle is just healthy diet, fitness, running, all this shit, you know. And now I'm, we're at the point now where like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm reaching out and trying to help other people get into this shit. And I love it. I had no idea it was going to be like this. Well, because you found a passion. A yeah. passion that you, like, literally, you never would have found that passion had you not fucking stopped drinking and doing drugs all the time. Yeah, never. Right? I tried to work out a few times when I was still drunk, and it always ended up like, okay, I'll work out all week, and then Friday we get drunk, and then Saturday is a rest day, but then Sunday turns into a rest day, and then all of a sudden it's Monday night football, and I got drunk again. The next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not working out anymore. The next thing you know, you're living in fucking sweatpants with an elastic band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Don't miss those days. But yeah, no, it's, it's fucking, it's wild where, where you start off is not where you're going to end up. Like for the, mm. honestly, in my case for the best. Um, and like, you know, you talked about like, oh, what was your expectations with friends and shit? Like I've realigned with a lot of sober people. Yeah, me too. It's and cool. It was crazy because I fucking like was like, oh, it's gonna be so like it's hard to like. And it, I found it hard. I thought, sorry, I thought it would be hard uh-huh. to bond with people not being fucked up or not being like, yeah. oh, we should have beers Thursday night or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I thought it'd be a lot harder to have general connections and be able to form those bonds. Yeah. Um, sober. Yeah. Yeah. I usually when people like people, I don't like straight up come to people and be like, yeah, I'm sober. Like, Hey, my name is Blaine and I don't drink. No, I'm, I'm, fucking, alcoholic. I'm fucking drunk. Like, obviously that's like awkward. And I never say that, but if somebody like, especially at work, it's like, Oh, they'll like say like, Oh, you're going on days off. Like, Oh, have a couple beers for me. And I'm always like, Oh no, actually I'm like almost three years sober. And they're like, what? Really? Like, yeah. And then like another guy will hear me say it or something like, Oh, wow. Well, like I'm six months sober. Then it's like, Oh shit. Like now I want to talk to you more. Like it's, it's crazy how, how many people just by me, like talking to them and stuff that I've learned that are sober and are on the same journey. I'm, I've never talked to anybody that has more sober time than me. They always have less. So I'm always like, I always like, Oh, you want some advice or whatever? And I try to give it to them, but I would love to, I know one person who has more time than me, but I would love to like have a chat with somebody and just like have like some conversations and stuff. Yeah, and see what. The, yeah, just ask them some questions and you see know. what life's like on the super stuff. Well, and like you know, what else is fucking kind of interesting is some people, you know, it's called a lot of people are sober curious where they didn't actually yeah. were actually addicted to alcohol, um, but they just know that it makes them feel like fucking dog shit, and they yeah. don't drink. Yeah, um, it's been kind of interesting too because I have like a few people I've realigned just I've aligned with just that way. Yeah, which honestly, like, because especially at the beginning. 
because I wasn't like when I talked to them, I wasn't like being fully honest and be like, actually, I'm a fucking alcoholic and a drug addict. But yeah. like, <laughs> but it was nice in the beginning to have that because they were like, we don't drink, I don't drink either. Like, I just don't. And they like, they were like straight up. They're like, oh, I didn't have a problem with alcohol, or maybe they did. They're just bullshitting me, but I don't think so. Like this far yeah. down, I'm sure they were just like, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, yeah, like I don't drink either. Like, you want to fucking chat? You want to hang out? You want to talk about like how cool it is to not be a fucking drunk yeah. or like to how awesome it is to get up Saturday morning and I don't know, fucking like a mountain. Yeah. Not be a piece of shit and waste your whole entire day. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool. It's fucking, it's really sweet. It, yeah. And like, even like, even now, like, yeah, there's been fucking tidbits that I feel like I actually feel like there's a lot more people that are going sober or sober ish. It sure seems like it. Yeah. And like, and even sober ish, I mean, just some people still fucking, I don't know, they drink, um, birthdays christmas whatever the fuck i, I do mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> i do pre-workout <laughs> right like... <laughs> uh, but yeah it's fucking it's cool because yeah i think that fucking sober and soberish movements i think it's kind of i think it's i think it's becoming one of those things you talk more about yeah and like honestly like what better fucking expectation to set than talking and hanging yourself hanging out and fucking like relocating yourself to people that are also kind of sober or soberish mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people that that are uh, that are on this sober movement that is that I don't even like I didn't even know, and then someone will just tell me like, oh, so and so is sober too. Did you know that? I'm like, what? No. And then I like, go chat with them and shit, and they're like, oh yeah, I got them like a year and a half. I'm like, holy fuck! Like right on, man. Right. Like, what was your voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> what was your voice? A scale from one to super fucked up. How bad were you on that fucking ride? Right, were you as bad as me? Right? Did we did we ever cross paths on our fucked up journey? Yeah. And you know what? Like every person, rather they're sober curious or just fucking recovering raging alcoholic or drug addict, there's I bet you they have like fucking one hell of a story to tell you when you ask why. Oh, they, yeah, every, every single one does. has a fucking yeah. story that'll probably break your heart and make you be like, fuck me, I'm glad I wasn't you at that point. Right? Yeah, I know. Everybody is like, yeah. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah, that's a fucking expectation versus reality, baby. It's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be worth it. And you're gonna fucking, you're gonna take the, you're gonna plug these holes that were filled with alcohol and anxiety and mm-hmm. fucking feeling like shit and being hungover. And you're gonna plug them with things that make you happy. You're gonna plug yeah. them with a new skill. You're gonna plug them with a positive fucking mindset. You're gonna plug them with fucking health and fitness. Whatever the fuck passion you have, you're gonna plug them with. If you could go back to when you were first getting sober. What are some of the things that you do now would you implement into your, like, day-to-day life then? Like, what about, like, your tarot cards and yeah. your fitness and, like, all that kind of stuff? Well, I've always fucking dabbled with fitness. Like, tried. And at one point, I lost, like, a shitload of weight, but I wasn't doing it healthy. healthy. Yeah. Um, and I always fucking ended up gaining it back. But what I would probably, I think in the beginning of sobriety, I would, like, my Oracle deck would have been a big one. Like, just, yeah. like, your message in the morning just to fucking. Like a whatever. morning routine. Yeah, uh-huh. like a morning routine and like just um, a practicing fucking practicing being more thankful that yeah. I and giving myself more credit because that's another big thing. You yeah. we don't nobody fucking especially when you're not broadcasting it, you don't get a lot of credit for like you said the fucking day seven, day three, fucking yeah. twenty four hour mark. You don't get a lot of credit. So I think that I would implement just like a daily card poll because I always give you like uplifting fucking messages and mm-hmm. just like being like you made it. A weekend you made it two yeah. weekends you fucking like you're doing this um because i think just that fucking self-talk alone is like you got this mm-hmm. you set you like because what you speak to yourself and the way you think about yourself yeah is you're 
what you're going to fucking put out there, right? It's what's going to come back to you. So if you're like, oh, fuck, I'm hanging on by a fucking thread. Or you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to feel like I'm hanging on by a fucking thread. Yeah. I, uh, if I could go back to when I first got sober, I would definitely implement, like, my daily journaling. I feel like that would have helped a lot. Especially if I would have done it before I got sober or whatever. Because then you could really, like, write down, like, what you're feeling and why you want to drink and what triggers and like all that kind of stuff. And then maybe you can read and look back and be like, Oh man, no wonder. (laughs) (laughs) And then the health and fitness stuff too. Like obviously when we were drunks and stuff, like our, my diet was so bad, like so fucking bad. It was fast food and trash. And you're basically just a panda. Yeah. You're basically just a fucking raccoon. So uh, if I could like implement some of the healthy eating things that we do now and of course exercise, you know, cause when, when I got sober, I did it my first like month, I went like ice fishing almost every day. Cause it was, Oh, I have to get up at five and go out and you're outside all day. And then by the time I got home at like four or five in the afternoon, you know, you'd have some supper and I was exhausted and go to bed, but you could do the same thing with fitness. Like you could get up at five, go to the gym for fucking two hours like that would have been, I think that would be a good thing as well. Like for people that are just feeling like shit. Cause not only are you going to go to the gym to keep yourself like away from drugs and alcohol, like getting up early and stuff, but the endorphins and stuff that you're going to get from the workout, like you're going to start feeling good quicker. It's also hard to get in trouble when you're tired as fuck. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. Like if you get up and go to the gym at five, get in a two hour workout, you're going to be exhausted. <laughs> right? And you're going to be like, ah, I'm fucking, I'm good. And then I'm go to work call. for the day or whatever you got to do. I'm, I'm calling her good for one day. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, yeah, again, just fucking all these, all the things you put out there and all like the small things make the big picture, right? Yeah. You do, what I've noticed the most in, from the person I was three years ago is I've changed a thousand little things to make one giant change. It's not just one thing. Well, I mean, the most important thing is I quit drinking and doing drugs. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> that's probably the most important. Gold star. But besides that, like, I've done a thousand other things to make me who I am today. And who I am today is a fucking awesome person. I'm proud of myself. I love myself. I'm the coolest guy I know. Right. guy, I tell you. <laughs> He'll let you know it, that's for sure. I'm but I mean, you deserve you that, tell. right? You fucking, you came a long way, and you know what it's like to feel like shit, and you fucking worked for your confidence. So, I mean, yeah. fucking, you got it, flaunt it. Also, another good reason to go to the gym when you're first getting sober is you're going to want to eat fucking pie by the fucking kilo, because your yeah. sugar tra- your sugar cravings are going to be absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so our sugar cravings were insane. Right? Like, fucking. Oh, man. I'm lucky we're not diabetic. I was like, should we get drunk tonight, or get a bag of candy? Better get two bags of candy. Right? We were just like, oh, man. diabetic's wet dream. Like, fuck me. It was bad. Yeah, so that's also another good fucking skill to put in there. You go to the gym, it's going to help wear off some of that fucking crap you're probably going to. And I mean, as much as it's like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that shit. You're fucking battling a, a you're battling fucking alcohol addiction. Eat the yeah. fucking candy. Get- Take one step at a time. Obviously, the most important is to quit drugs and alcohol. So do whatever you have to do. Right. <laughs> But who cares? I would have started going to the gym just to com- sooner just to combat the fucking. I did a lot of walking yeah. when I when we first got sober. So we just got macaroni and I was like, oh, come on, Ryan. Then we'd go for walks all around town. Then all of a sudden I'm like, man, I just did like eight kilometers. Like, this is awesome. 
I'm like, what a, that's far. She's our little therapy dog. Yeah, I remember like, one day I, I did this giant walk, and I went, like, all the way to the community forest, and I was like, oh, man. Then I was like, shit, Courtney was at work. And I'm like, I can't, like, bring the dog on the bus. Like, I got to <laughs> hoof it all the way home. <laughs> it was like, I think, like, a 13-kilometer walk. The poor dog. She was tired, zonked. She passed out on the sidewalk. Aww. I felt so bad. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like, she, like, I feel like she saved us. Oh, she 100% saved my life. She's the best. She is the best, yeah. She's gotta be the best. We literally named our fucking, like, our like, macaroni meadows. Yeah, we somebody, have a farm named after. Somebody asked me, they're like, why did you name it fucking, like, why did you name it macaroni meadows? And I was like, because my dog's name is macaroni and because we bought it for her. Yeah, yeah, like, we, we bought, bought We sold our house in Fort St. John and we bought this fucking acreage so my dog could have the best fucking life, prop, like, best life. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, what goes with macaroni? Macaroni meadows. Right, it was, it was her reward for uh, keeping us sober and saving our lives. We bought her a farm. She loves it here. Right, she's never, she's fucking, she's, yeah, she's never been happier, and I've never <laughs> been happier with her. Well, guys, we hope you liked the episode. Uh, as always, tune in next week. We'll have another one coming at you. We got another giveaway coming at you next week, so stay tuned for uh, for another giveaway from the No Waste Days crew coming at you next week. Anyways, guys, peace.